So I think part of the, when people start out thinking, I want to lose weight, Mm -hmm. that's always the driver. I want to look better. Yeah. Right. And, but I don't think the majority of people and myself included, when I started my journey, I don't think people realize that your physical change is a result of your your mental change for sure. And really it's gotta be a mental change journey, not a weight loss journey. And I think that's what people are missing. They don't understand that. So they go in it thinking physical, physical, physical. Yeah. And then when the changes don't come physically, they're like, they punish themselves and it's not working. I'm not good. Right. Mm -hmm. So instead of then instead of focusing on, Hey, I drank more water today or I changed X, Y, and Z habit. Right. They, they, that's like nothing. Right? Yeah. Because I think it's a broken I mean? reward system. It is for sure. So I think that in part, I think that's what I'd like to stress Yeah, in the podcast is that people view the journey backwards. There's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight, but oh, it yeah. starts with being better. I think right. that, so I think that like a big similarity between us is we want to be better. At right. everything, everything in our lives. Right. Like we're just, we're constantly trying to improve every angle of our life. And I don't know if people look at it that way. I think mm-hmm. they look at the end. I think they look at like, I right. want to lose 15 pounds. I want to look the way she did after that. Right. But I don't think they look at it as like, oh, if I want to do that, then I have to become better. And I have to do the work. Yeah. Right. It's weird. It is weird. But I think that. Um, and, and changing your reward system to reward today, you don't, you should feel, I tell my clients all the time, you should feel as happy and sexy and confident as you hope to feel at your end goal. As if you'd work out that day and you hit your macros, you should feel that amount of pride every single day mm-hmm. that you check the box. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if you're waiting for one big dopamine hit at the end of your run, like, what do you think the odds are that you're going to get there? No, you got to give yourself carrots like all, all the way the along the way right. to keep you going. If you're not like bent out of shape, like die hard, that's the goal. No matter what, I am willing to do whatever it takes to get there. Um, I'd also like to talk about um, the question that I hate that, that seems to fuel everybody mm-hmm. is what's your why? I, it, because I didn't know. And so I felt dumb for like the longest time. Like yeah. I was just like, okay, I, I want to lose weight. I want to look better. Right. Yeah. And you know, people, you know, even like Josh was uh-huh. like, what you got to find your why. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, because I couldn't figure that out, mm-hmm. I felt lost mm-hmm. on that piece mm-hmm. of it. And it really wasn't until like Jared, my nephew had posted something one day about your why. And it clicked for me mm-hmm. because I was like over two years into my journey, right? Like I was mm-hmm. daily habits. Like I got it. I figured out that I am my why, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to be the person that I used to be. And so that helped me, mm-hmm. right? But I still don't like when it, when it gets hard and when I like don't want to do shit, I don't think Kelly, you're your why, right? Like you're the re- <laughs> like, I don't, that doesn't, but I because don't want to give up on myself. I know fundamentally I don't want to give up on myself. I don't want to be the person who I was. But I also want other people to know that it's okay to struggle with that question, mm-hmm. right? And not everybody, it clicks for them. So another way that I think about it 
and the way that I've talked to other women about it is think of the person you want to be, Mm -hmm. right? Who is that person in your head? What are their habits? What is, what is their life like? What do they look like? And then how are we going to close the gap between that person and who you are today? And that is the person you're always chasing. I I think that's a really good way to look at it because when I think about myself, like I didn't have a why either. Like I just, Mm -hmm. someone asked me, have you ever thought about doing competition? And I was like, no. Well, you could if you wanted to. Oh, okay, let's do it. Like it wasn't, I didn't have a big pull moving me forward. I wasn't uncomfortable with where I was currently. I didn't Mm -hmm. aspire to have a better body. I just like did a sport. I lost the, I didn't know I had weight to lose until the weight was gone, which is like super not the case for everyone. And I am, I'm aware of that. Right. But it's how do you reverse engineer the daily habits that you want to have? Like, I always just like felt like I was raising my standards. Like, no, Camille, you can do better than this. Like, you can do more right. than this. You right. can like just raise your standard. Like, don't set the bar that low. I-, I think people get do. How do you feel about setting the bar low or high? I think setting the bar super high will lead you to failure. But in the beginning, I don't ever, in the beginning, I don't ever view it as failure. But in the but you don't and because you're too far into it. Yeah. Right? Um, I think you, in the beginning, you set your bar low so you can hit. Yeah, I guess that's true. I set my bar daily. Right. Like that was my like measure was just like daily. Did I follow my meal plan? Did I do my workouts? Like, cause I couldn't picture my body in the future. So I couldn't, there was no bar high. Like I didn't have that high standard for myself. So I think you're right. I think my, I set the bar higher, the farther in I am. Exactly. Exactly. Because you've already built the habits to know that you can hit the bar. Because object in and motion even, stays in motion. Right. And even if, and mentally you are so much stronger when you're that farther into your journey that if you set your bar high and you fail to your point you're already, done. you're not, you're, you don't fail. You just learn from that and you adjust it and you're like, you know, how do I, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to attack it again. How do I redirect? Right. Yeah. How do I pivot? Whereas but when earlier you first started, journey, you don't think, you, how do I pivot? You're right. like, oh, I fail. I suck. Right. I suck at that. I'm not going to do that again. Reaffirm your shitty right. label. I suck. Right. Well, and it was interesting last night. So I was at a wedding and we were taking pictures and one of the ladies there, um, she was, she hates her pictures. Uh She's like, I'm always the ugliest woman in the picture. I'm always the fattest woman in the picture. And I hate my pictures. Like she like teared up Mm -hmm. and was very, very upset. And she is like a very, like she's energy and light to be around mm-hmm. her. Like she's very fun, right? She mm-hmm. doesn't know a stranger. She talks to everybody. And I'm like, but but you're all inner. Like, look at your light. And she's like, I hate the way I look. I hate it. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do about it? Right? Like that's, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she, of course, was like, not be in pictures. <laughs> uh, you're like, damn it. That does solve that. I know. <laughs> right? But it just hit me that... Everybody at every stage in their life, right, has Mm -hmm. the thing that holds them back. And most people don't believe they have the power to change it, but Mm -hmm. they do. Uh, What do you, I love that question. What are you going to do about it? Because like I used to be heavy, heavy, heavy complainer. And I think a lot of the population that isn't super self-motivated complains a lot. And they give in to complainers. Yes. Because they get it. Totally. And believe me, like like I said, I won the biggest complainer my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Like, this is 
someone labeled me as the biggest complainer <laughs> and it eats me alive to this day. Oh. However, what I came to realize is if you're going to complain about something, make it productive complaints and make sure there's action behind that complaint, right. not just fluffy words to like bitch and misery loves company right uh because and then i would start to like autocorrect. i would listen to the complaints that i would say and like if i would complain then i would like okay if i'm gonna complain about that you have to take action do something about it otherwise right. if not then don't say it right because otherwise you're just wasting hot air <laughs> right it's almost like you become like eeyore mm-hmm. right and if you think about it who wants to be around an Eeyore? Mm-hmm. Because there, it's an energy drain, mm-hmm. right? You want to be around, like I want to be around people who are really positive and happy and because it's contagious, right? Mm-hmm. Because you grab onto that energy and then you make it your own. Same thing with negative energy. When you're around people that that are negative or complain or are in that space, you take that on mm-hmm. and it instantly brings you down. Yeah, you, you energy absorb. Right, exactly. Uh, do you think you intimidate people like with me, your like me personally? Yeah, with your overachiever tendencies. I have heard that. Yes. How do you? What do you think about that? It it water it, off it a cuts duck's, me. Water it off cuts. a duck's back, or no? It cuts me because you're like I'm a fucking person too. Right. God damn it. Right. Right. Oh, it makes me mad. Right. But I don't. I don't know why it shouldn't. But tell me more about you. Um, cause actually I've had like really in my close yeah. circle, I've had people counsel yeah. me on that. Like you, you know, people get intimidated by you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've been actually absorbing that feedback and I've been really consciously trying to figure out how do I make people feel more at ease? Mm-hmm. Right. How do I, and I think part of it is, um, you know, like last night I was just telling you, like I had a donut at mm-hmm. the, at the reception and like, you know, somebody was like, Oh my God, you're having a donut. Right. And I'm like, you said, like I'm human too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably showing more of that side, more of my mm-hmm. vulnerable side, because like I, one of my favorite sayings now that I've just written was our vulnerabilities unite us, mm-hmm. right. Our securities divide mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And so our insecurities, I mm-hmm. should say divide us. And so I think when people, get intimidated by someone, whether it's me or anybody else, it's because they feel insecure about something, mm-hmm. right? And they perceive somebody else to be very secure in something else. So that doesn't mix well, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think if you are a confident person, you need to dial it back, mm-hmm. right? That kind of, which is kind of hard because then that you're or not being your authentic like self. like peel back the curtain. Right, exactly. And show people like, hey, I, you know, I put my pants on one leg at a time. I yeah. struggle with food. I struggle with, you know, sleep. I don't get enough water. Um, and then people are like, okay, now I can see where I can connect to that person. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, that that's where my focus is. That's what I'm trying to do. But yes, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, no, I'm being like a redheaded Leo. Like I wear my confidence on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. It's like part of the territory. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have, like, an intense, assertive personality. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I guess I don't have any, I've never had anyone tell me that I'm intimidating. But I think that that speaks for itself. I don't think anyone wants to tell me that. I'm too aggressive. You know, it's interesting that you say that now, because I remember, I literally do remember the first time I met you. Mm-hmm. And it was at Snap in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. And I remember, because I loved your shoes. Mm-hmm. 
they were the black high mm-hmm. tops, mm-hmm. and you were running around, <laughs> and I was just like, oh hey, you know, I'm, I, and I really was like, oh, should I approach her? And I was just like, hey, I'm Kelly, you know, I train with Josh, and 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 I love your shoes, and you're like, oh hey, you know, very <laughs> like you are, like mm-hmm. you're like hey, you know, all positive bundle of energy. And Thanks, then, these are my seventh grade basketball <laughs> shoes. <laughs> And then, but I was, I was scared to approach you, I think, because you, you do walk around, with, especially at such a young age, you walk around with such level of confidence that it is intimidating to people who don't have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's a shield yeah. too. Because I think mm-hmm. at some point my, conf- my actual confidence was not good, but I kept that image. Right. Which is interesting. But I think you build self-confidence by keeping promises to yourself. You do. I think that's a good place to start telling the people about our roadmap. Right? Right. All right. I'm ready to dive in.